1.17 megabytes per second. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Forty-eighth episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast this week. As per every week, I'm joined by none other than the mustachioed law god himself, Mylan Motherfucking Games. How you doing, big dog? Mate, you look. Can rooted. we please just get this done as quick as possible so I can get back to playing the game? It's yeah. Look, I've yeah, I have yep. slept cool. fuck all this week. Fuck all. Have like, you been grinding? Have you? Yeah, just and shit that I don't even care about. Like shit that normally I wouldn't even worry about, like grinding Finch levels for fuck's sake. Like, I mean, that's cool. There's some stuff you in take, behind No, that. you take that back because you need Finch to do, do the weekly campaign. Yeah, yeah no, I'm nearly four. there. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> Have you been doing me? You've been doing me, me? I'm not at the fucking level to do the thing with the chest yet. Oh. The second I get there, it's fucking easy peasy. But for now, I'm just some public I'm, event peasant. Honestly... This is a public service announcement because I'm sure this will get patched like ASAP. Get to level 15 Finch. Okay. Go to me Discord. Look at the video or look it up. There's a chess farming run that is <laughs> super quick. Like four chests in under two minutes. Yeah. And it's loop. Bing bong boom. Get it done. And, and, <laughs> and you get like 200... 200 throwing world experience from him. So you can go from level 15 to level 30, like, straight away. I thought it was heaps smart, and I found one, like, a, a tier 3 uh, deep site that I could get to the chest, and I'm like, I'll just do that, and I'll open it. Nah, you yeah. can't open it. I hate to see it. <laughs> so oh, you, gotta, you, you do yeah. have to grind. you got to put a, a fair need, of work into it, but anyway. Yeah, you do need to get deep site. All right, so how do you want to tackle this? Because we've got a shitload to talk about. Um, and 99.9% .9 of it's going to be spoilers. So what I will recommend that you do, um, if you haven't played the campaign yet, uh, just don't listen. Just stay the fuck away from this episode because there's yeah. no way we can don't tackle this. Um, no way we can tackle, like give the, the expansion, the credits due without talking about what happens in it. And the last thing we want to do is, um, is ruin it for you. So... Go and do that. Come back next week. Even if, look, we'll forgive you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, right. So, I mean, I guess we just dive straight into it. Well, you got up at launch. First yeah, thing, I regret it. I got up at 1 a.m. You were very tired by the time I caught up with you later that day. I was a bit tired, like, boy. Yeah. Yeah, 15, <laughs> 15 hours stream, 10 hours, 10 hour ca campaign solo legendary run. Yeah. It's good, though. Yeah. Real good. Yeah. Look, I mean... You got what you wanted out of it. But, um, so, I mean, first things first, the launch. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. No issues. Nothing. I mean, unless you're on PlayStation. But, I mean, I assume they'll, they'll line that out for next time, given that Sony fucking own them now. So, <laughs> that'll get Man, if, if PlayStation didn't have the issue. It would have been the best. It's, it, it's, it's close to a perfect launch. It's probably as close as you could get. Assuming that PlayStation yep. didn't like overload service because there were more people there. Yeah, I mean, look, there may have been issues, but we'll never know. It's just like, it's unfortunate. It took the gloss off it a little bit. I mean, obviously we weren't affected by it playing on PC, so I didn't even know about it until later that day because I woke up, I woke up at like eight thirty in the morning and jumped on and bloody played with Senshi and Nick all day and didn't read any tweets, nothing. Went in completely blind. So, um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Anyway. How did, you, how did you find it? I mean, we we went about it different ways, so we can probably compare that a little bit. You did, yeah. I did, I did solo, solo legendary, leg solo did legendary run. Um, I loved it. It was like up to finishing Halo, or it, it was what I expected Destiny to be, which is some of its ability to write a campaign and set exact like uh, scenarios with music and enemies and. You know, having to work your way through and just being epicness, which I really feel like we haven't 
got that level before. So it's like, you know, it was a, it's a Halo Destiny. This is a perfect crossover. It, That's what there, was I a, there was a couple of times where we walked into encounters and I think there was one, it was in the first first or second mission, I'm not, not sure, it was really early on, but where you're like the, the tomb ships are coming in and dropping people off and you're yeah. killing the waves as they come in and I'm like, this feels like a, a fucking Halo mission. This feels like like yeah. basically that sort of more the Halo 1-esque kind of like here's a bespoke encounter. There is, you know, this is the way you were meant to, to tackle it. And I guess that the the amazing thing about it is that like they've managed to get the scaling so right in the difficulty of it and the way it scales up for, you know, from one to three people and all of that, that, and we had some pretty big conversations about this through the course of the day, was that we kept like, and we were playing pretty fast and loose. Like we weren't, you know, cagey by any any stretch of the you imagination. A GM. Yeah, we were, we were we were playing pretty fast and loose, and if we wipe, then fucking so be it. But there were so many times when we'd get down to the skin of our teeth, there'd be maybe one of us up, there'd be a boss that we'd, you know, like particularly the the big cabal dude in the in the um in the pyramid. Um, we got down to one of us and then managed to chip him and <laughs> just just beat him right and 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 going like we had so many of those moments over and over and over again that it was almost like okay, well this is almost the perfect difficulty for us to be able to get through and like have those cool moments, have the, have the fun of and the excitement of overcoming something difficult, but without it being too, too punishing. Um, how was it? Yeah. How was it solo? I haven't tackled it at all yet. I'm looking forward to it. I think I'll probably at start first, back in a month. I can't remember. Maybe the first mission I was like, Oh, this is pretty easy. Yep. And then it starts to ramp up <laughs> and then like, you know, on certain encounters, maybe I'd wipe, you know, three to five times. Yep. There were a couple that were harder than the rest. I can't remember which one specifically, but I was stuck on Sabathun for a long time. Yeah. That would probably cause me the most issues. I think well, we were as well. Like Sabathun, like that, the final fight was where we, yeah. we sat there for probably an hour. Right, and when you, we blasted through pretty much everything else, but we were there yeah. for probably the better part of an hour. And you know, uh, what's what's the mission? Was it last ch- the last chance where you come out around? You're on like the bridges that are outside, and there's a big wall on your right. Then there's um, you, you got to get the sword bearers to break the things to then get in. Um, we we were stuck there for a bit too because we just I oh, think the we bridge? yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, having that. It, was, too, it yeah. was pretty fucking gnarly. So by the time, like, we were there for I don't know, maybe half an hour, and it was just more that we'd been playing solidly up to that point. And you know when you like your body is telling you you should go and have a break, and you've just ignored it for two hours, and then you become like a bit dumb. <laughs> that was just that, that one was that was a bit hard. Yeah. It was fun though. It was cool. It was a bridge encounter. It was nice. Yeah, and I mean, it was it was mainly that you didn't have any cover, but I, like I'm really interested to get in and um, experience what that like specifically is like playing solo because the issue we were having with that is that unless we were super coordinated, there were so many fucking ads and they were all so tough that they just like if you presented yourself as a target, it was just you're dead, and like yeah. that was where we're at. So it was you know we actually had to pull our finger out and and. Worked work as a team a little bit to be able to get through that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So look, okay, we can. That's that's number one, knocked out of the park. Uh, just the difficulty level and the ability to mm-hmm. experience it in a challenging way straight off the bat. I've played it through again on my warlock. I know it's shameful. Um, to on the easy mode, and it is like <laughs> I think I went through it in about two and a half hours. Um, compared to really? 10 or something that took the first run. So it's really, I don't know, you can basically melt down bosses with a primary. It's, it's, it's a very weird feeling. You know, there's a master version. I can't wait. Like, bring that shit on. I'm scared. Like You've the, gone there the, already. You can go in there already if you rank it up. Yeah, Finch. Yeah, Finch. Right, so mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's interesting. We'll, we'll circle back to that in a little bit. Um, that, you know, you, this is something that we're going to be revisiting because I love the idea of it. Um the story itself, um, how, how, I mean, look, you've got more dogs in this fight than I do, so we'll, we'll let the law boy fucking speak to the story of Sabathun and the Witch Queen. Well, Sabathun I mean, obviously, the Witch Queen. Um, a lot of revelations. Uh, yeah. 
primarily, look, so the campaign's really about Savathun tricking you to return her memories. And so this provides opportunity to dig up old memories of the Hive, the Proto-Hive, and Books of Sorrow. One of the big reveals is that, and I this is what, I think this is the, the what you use against her in the end to sort of throw her off her game, is that the Syzygy, the, the moons aligning to cause a god wave, um, was not true. It was or it was um, made up by the white worm to force the proto hive to align with the darkness rather than the traveler and the light, which sort of like fundamentally changes the course of the history the of sorry. the universe. Yeah, and, and like <laughs> changes like the course of everything. Yeah, yeah. but um, understanding the books of sorry sort of flips it flips it around from that point of view because then it implies that the hive would have been worthy of the traveler, which is. But also, in a, in a way, explains wouldn't. why Savathun is resurrected by a ghost, right? Yeah. 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 So, so that's other revelation is that she didn't steal the light, so to speak. She was, at the very least, chosen by a ghost. And this probably links into the Collector's Edition law book where ghosts are like, can we choose anyone we want? And this ghost chose the hive. They were sympathetic towards them. Um, it does imply that the traveler maybe approved it. I don't know. <laughs> stamp of approval. He's got, got a rubber stamp up there. <laughs> Old Imaru filled out his his paperwork and submitted it yeah. to him. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Approved. Traveler was having an approved. off day. Didn't particularly give a shit that day. Wasn't reading the forms. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, she, she gives the speakers, uh, you know, spiel, right? Like, what is it? Whatever device, devotion, sack. Sacrifice, bravery, all those kind of yep. traits of being a guardian. Literally dies and is resurrected then as the witch queen. Uh, was there another major reveal? Um, oh, well, yeah, like the right at the end. Um, oh, the witness and yeah. also the, the, the exotic mission. So yep. also revealed at the end, the witness is coming for the traveler. Looks like something out of a tool film clip. <laughs> That's all I could think of at the time. Oh, really? <laughs> I was going to say it looks out of like a Pixar movie. Yeah, true. If that you, too. Take the uh, head down. Once, yeah. 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 Um, the witness, as far as we know, is the entity. Okay. Yeah. So the entity got introduced sort of last season. Well, mo reintroduced last season, season of Lost. And um, in the exotic mission, Mara says it. The the witness is the voice in the darkness. It is the entity, essentially. So we know it's the entity. We know it controls the pyramid ships. We know it controls the scorn. We know it controls the taken. We know it's the original master of the taken. So this, like, probably the biggest um, thing that we got out of it playing through it the first time was just how many, like, often when we've had these, you know, DLC experiences before, We've been, and even beyond light to some extent was was this, it tells a story that isn't particularly related to Destiny's grand narrative in like in terms of its its core stuff, right? This felt like from almost the, the outset that this was like <laughs> you were never going to be able to view the Destiny universe in the same way by the time you'd experienced it again, right? Like you would... That there is so many fundamental things. Like, I mean, obviously it and it culminates in us seeing the witness, but understanding that, you know, the hive aren't inherently evil. They were just fooled. And, you know, <laughs> there's there's this long standing history of manipulation. And it kind of it really repaints, you know, and I I mean, I guess that the, you know, Oryx and Sabathun and Ziva or Arthur have always been sort of seen as, you know, the big bad of destiny because they're the ones that you know, they're the, they're the faces and names that we had where, you know, the witness and the darkness and all that was unknowable because it was behind a wall of sort of obscurity. Um, it, it does change things. Like playing it through the second time, knowing where it ended up, um, I, you know, I, I felt like I got more out of it because, you know, that particularly that the excellent cinematic where it was explaining, you know, where, where it's Savathun sort of speaking to the traveller before she dies and then being resurrected. I'm like, well, okay, 
<laughs> like that's why because they were worthy and the darkness got to them first. So um, I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was great, and I thought as <laughs> much. It did strike me as funny at the, at the end that we kind of like, you know, Sabathin's been tricking us all along and we just hit her with one really brutal straight fact and it fucking threw her for six. Just, I can't handle it. And she starts she starts getting really shitty in the way she's talking to you too as well. Like incredible emotional performance where like all of a sudden there's a shitload of ads, the game gets really difficult and she's like, what, you think you can do this to me? Like it was good. It carried. It was, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that, was a, that was a good way to do it. Um, obviously, Imaru escapes her ghost. So, what's up with that? Like, because we were, we were talking about it, and we're like, well, he ran away. Why didn't he just Reza? Was he worried? Well, we were I think it was too dangerous, or? considering considering we've been crushing ghosts. Like, yeah, just <laughs> been doing that all day at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. There's obviously a. I actually don't think they're going to explain Imaru. I think where they're going is talking about Mars because that's sort of the big unknown. Why Mars returned, who returned Mars is what we were just talking about on stream. Um, I don't think it's going to be straightforward as it was part of, it was all part of Savathun's um, plan to get her memories back. I think there's, we haven't really, we don't really understand the whole tears in time either and the relic i think i think the glaive relic uh the tommy wyminess yeah. mars yeah. returning is i'm hoping is gonna then again where are they gonna ex... i don't know when they're gonna explain that maybe as each week goes on we'll get well here's the thing oh god i'm so frazzled no that's cool <laughs> we can yeah. do that okay here. we can do that here so, we can... this, that's what this is <laughs> okay the evidence board, I think, is your weekly like quest line story continuer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you get to go into the altar of reflection and get more memories from Savathun. You should only be able to get two at the moment, but like you had with Sassy, if Sassy joins you and in, and he's already done it once, he gets a different memory. <laughs> yeah, he fucking yelled out all over mine. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, it's fucking different. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. God. <laughs> I'm trying to listen. Anyway, yeah. Right? Five out of the seven that I've listened to are all related to how Mars returned with all different versions. Yep. The witness returned it. I returned it. I used the pup, the pupper. I used the power to take. <laughs> They use the power to take, blah, blah, blah. There is a theme of using the power of the witness, which is the same as Oryx's ability to take as a way of manipulating planets. And I think we're going to get more information about that as the story goes on. That's, that's the part of it that, like, coming out of the main story that, I, that really left me sort of reeling is that, like, Oryx was a big deal. Sabathun was a big deal. But coming away from it, knowing that there's this sort of like big bad that's manipulated them the whole way along, I feel like they're a smaller part of it now. <laughs> like, like yeah. I, I'm kind of worried for what's Zivu Rath going to do? Like, <laughs> she may well end up being the new Keitel going like, uh, okay, well, I'm fucked if I hang by myself. I'm going to go and join forces with... <laughs> With, with the Guardians and the, the Cabal, and we may end up not having any enemies to fight in the game at all because we're friends with she's them gonna, She's going to marry Savith, uh, uh, Zavala. Maybe. <laughs> I'd, Zivarath, probably, I'd ship her with Shaxx because they're both like war and, and violence. True. <laughs> you know? I think I think that'll work. I, um, yeah, right, cool. Wait, did you say Savathun or Keitel? I said Keitel. Okay, well, yeah, and then I said like Zivurath, like maybe turning towards becoming a, a friend. Because I think the thing that stuck st stuck with me is the line that Sabathun says at the end, like basically after you've, you've beat her and she's like, you're so pr protective of, of the traveler that you wouldn't even let me protect it for you. Like more or less saying like, I wasn't here <laughs> to necessarily fuck you over. And good, Sabathun, she could just be telling the fib. She's been known for it, but that kind of like psychotic thing on our part that like this is the way it is and no one can come in and fucking change anything. And I'm like, well, 
maybe we are wrong. Maybe we should have trusted her and maybe there should have been dialogue there to, to talk about it because if there really is a big bad, well, <laughs> maybe we needed her around. Yeah, and one of the things that's not real clear is, well, Savathun says that she doesn't take the Traveller, that she gifts it a place of safety in her throne world, implying that the Traveller goes there willingly and then she seals it, she tries to seal it in, which is another... Interesting thing about it's, it's the traveler a, picking Savathun and safety. Yeah, I don't know. Which would make sense because if you had to choose who could defeat the witness, it probably would have been Savathun. Well, to be it honest. probably would have been Savathun. Yeah. Well, then again, the Guardian just wins all the time. That's because yeah, that's but I mean, video like, game stuff. That's look at look at us stuff. though. Like we what we we're, we're in an alliance with Keitel now. We can't even like we we spend the whole first mission just killing her fucking troops and then apologizing for it. Like that's how yeah, good that, we're doing. I found that a bit confusing, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't know. I thought it was funny because there's this like tense meeting and I was surprised how much Saladin is actually like in that seasonal stuff too. I mean, he's been yeah, in that it, season of Risen. I I, yeah. ex- I expected it to be um much more Zavala, but I mean, whatever. It's good to see a character getting getting in there and getting getting around it. Um, right, let's talk about just that's a, all the major story that's, beats. That's the really, story the beats. Big reveals. That's the story beats. Um, there's a few yeah. other ones that maybe we can talk about in in coming weeks when we know a little bit more. There's the uh, the line, the quest line for the grub gun um, that is surprisingly quirky and kind of funny in a way. <laughs> I loved it. I yeah, loved that. I, I wasn't. I didn't ever expect that we'd get to carry around a worm and it be kind of like a cheeky little, <laughs> cheeky little offsider, given uh, given Marasov a bit of lip and and what is it, Deception Queen? <laughs> I think that's like so funny because you expect the worm to be this gnarly thing and it's like yeah, it's just this little this <laughs> <laughs> little shitster, yeah, yeah. It talks like a it talks in like kind of like a Yoda-ish kind of riddle way and you know. I don't, yeah, it wasn't what I expected because whenever we've encountered anything like that, it's, you know, even like Zol, we fucking the big booming voice that's so fucking loud that you can't even move while it's talking. You're like, oh, you know, you will drown. And then there's is this tiny little one just going, g'day, <laughs> carry me around. I'm helpless. Fucking help me. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, main thing to come from that is that Marasov had an encounter with the witness and saw her impending doom. And that story highly mirrors what happened to Callus when he met the witness. And in the law of that gun, Mara says that the witness tried to make her a disciple. So like this Callus, sort of... More or less. Yeah. Or what yeah, we're, you assu- would, you where we're assuming Callus is. Yeah. You could easily speculate that the witness approached... Uh, Callus to also be a disciple and he likely took that because he's obsessed with the darkness and heralding in the end of the universe. Yeah, well, I mean, I've just got a feeling about the raid. I feel like (laughs) if ever he's going to pop up, (laughs) it's probably fucking now, right? I've been banging on about Callus. I feel like I can't even talk about it anymore because I've said it so many times now. Because if it's not Callus... You're going to look pretty I'm gonna stupid. I'm going to delete my channel. It'll be, you know what? It'll be fucking Tanix again. <laughs> Tanix, but this time instead of being half machine, guess what? He's got darkness on his side. <laughs> um, all right. Visually. Beautiful. Beautiful, right? Like, Stunning. There are so moments. many new places, new, oh. new aesthetics. Yeah, areas and like are huge. there's what? The Quagmire, which is kind of like greeny, grassy area in the throne world. And then we've got Miasma, which is sort of a, I don't know, it looks like fucking Dagobah from Star Wars, really. It's like a shitty swamp. And then what's the other area called that's all the nice pretty halls and stuff? It's beautiful. Gardens and stuff. Um, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. Well, anyway, yeah. too much information in my brain. But um, not only that, the way um, the, the storyline itself moves you through these massive spaces, uh, I think... They've done a sense of scale probably better with this than they have um, with anything previously. Like there are jumps down into the jump down into Savathun's temple, uh, massive, 
and it like it looks like descending into hell because there's like lava and shit around. It, it look look unreal. Like our direction in Destiny has never suffered at any point, but this this was like a fucking grand slam home run for mine. Um, what what looking back on it, um, Maddie is would you say is is the the most stunning visual? Let's just try and cap off capstone all of the the little aspects of this. I'll put you on the oh, spot. I um, <laughs> like I think it has to be looking game. up I don't at, look at the it. castle, like the the light castle, or going through some of the halls with all the different colors and like the mini portals and architecture and stuff like that. With the um, looks like a, it looks like a pink and purple eye of Saruman, you know? Yeah, that that was pretty nice. Pretty pretty crazy. I thought yeah. uh, where we actually face Savathun. And the fact that it is sort of it's the on the, the little island that represents island, yeah. the the fundament, you know, where yeah. all of this deception started, and then basically you you fight her, and then you pursue her along that massive bridge out to, and you're walking across that bridge, and I feel like the the decision to make that bridge so massive was so that like even dumb brains like me will go, oh, that's that's the fucking island that was in the cutscene two minutes yeah. ago. Uh, I thought that was that was great, uh, and and like as an encounter, it worked. You know, it, it really suits what it's about. You know, moving up and around. The, Mate, the campaign felt like a mini raid. I feel like there's a lot of mechanics that they could use depending on. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, is this gonna be in the raid? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, especially that last mission with the doors and the mirrors and the matching of the codes and all Let's of that not sort talk of stuff. About it. Uh, did you have a did you have a hard time with that? Did you? I mean, did you not hear about this? No, I didn't know. <laughs> I've been too busy fucking <laughs> playing the game playing and ignoring everything else in my life. So the uh, we're just on the same page. The area with the multiple stages, like yes. multiple levels. Yeah. Right, and you have to teleport up there. So I cleared everything, and obviously I could see like the void balls that were like providing a barrier over the crystals. I'm like, okay, so we have to we have to open them. And then I looked at the doors and I could see the hive of runes. I was like, okay, so these, these have got something to do with it. I didn't realize that the little door underneath the hive symbols was a portal and was open. Because <laughs> in, my, in my mind... <laughs> I thought that indicated the door was locked. So I needed to find those symbols to unlock that door. Yeah, yeah, you, you had it in your brain, ass about. That it was completely locked. So I was running around forever. Like, no, I shit you not. And at one point, I changed my class and I jumped on the lanterns to get to the second platform. And then, yeah, so okay. I, so I brute forced my way up there. <laughs> And then the entirety of chat was laughing at me, like, and I was like, like "Okay, that's ass. not how I do it." I'm glad I didn't fall into that trap. <laughs> uh, oh. Probably the, the funniest, one of the funniest parts of our run through was just the the sheer randomness of callouts, like us trying to describe the hive symbols just <laughs> as we saw them, like tent, ice cream, CNN. You know what? <laughs> I think raid teams need to need to need a shorthand for that. Yep. Do you think, yep. I mean, look. We need to make some Australian ones. Well, Sea an Enemy is definitely in there for that. Uh, hamburger. There's a, there's a few. I don't know. I mean. Spider. 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 Sent yeah, maybe. Funnel Web. Sentry gun. Funnel, funnel Web's a gun in the game now. Who fucking knew? So much. Yeah, Funnel stuff. Web. Very good. Um, what haven't we touched on yet? Season of the Risen. We haven't talked about Void 3.0, you, you oh, dumb fuck. shit. <laughs> I, knew, I knew we'd get to this point where it's like, yeah, I think I've run out of everything to say. And then, no. We no weapon crafting, live, Void 3.0, the things we haven't talked I think about. I think the one thing that we can, we can do today about weapon crafting, right, is probably not talk about weapon crafting bar like a very initial inspection and then because... I know that you you have been stockpiling roles that you didn't need to. I didn't really have my head around it until I read the replies to your tweet either. So, um, like the whole, you don't need to keep these, you can delete them because you can just fucking make one. And I'm going, oh. Um, 
Yeah, okay. So people like say it. that, but like I have to make it, which means I have to use it. So if I've got one. Yeah, then, then you I don't, don't have, have to make, make it. it. Yeah, true. And that like, dude, you gotta fucking suck some juice out of some guns to be able to upgrade shit. I mean, I think the only thing I've done now is uh is upgrade the initial glaive. I did it at, got it to level eight and put kill clip and shit on it. But beyond that, I haven't I haven't really touched it. Um, so I'm, I don't particularly feel qualified to give a, a hot take on the on the system. Uh, I know that people are a bit upset. There's not a fucking hand cannon in it, but it's Destiny. There's enough fucking hand cannons. There's about seven million of them in your exotic kiosk. Go and pull one out. It's fine. You'll live. Um, void 3.0. But holy shit, Maddie, you were right, weren't you? You were right. <laughs> All right. The build craft, the uh, the build from last week that we were talking about with Heart of Inmost Light. I didn't use it through the campaign. Um, I, Why? I don't know. I just early on it wasn't wasn't hitting hard enough for me, so I went back to hammers, right? And in hindsight, you know I, I think that might have just been the increase health on multiple yeah. people. Yeah, and I think it was because like the enemies were so tanky that I'd get all the chain explosions. And there'd still be just everything standing there. Or they'd just be marked and I'd be like desperately trying to trying to kill them while they're still glowing purple so I can get the explosion and I wouldn't be quick enough. I think if a really coordinated team could have made a made a hell of a lot of uh, ground with it. But we resorted to big bonk hammers pretty quickly. And, um, I mean, even that, like, as a testament to how tanky some of the, the fucking bosses and stuff were, uh, I was wailing on them <laughs> with, with the hammers and it was hard work. Um, it was, yeah, very hard work. Um, how, look, I've, I've had a quick go on Warlock, but give us your Titan takes, Matty. How, how do, what do you think, Void 3.0? It's, it's uh, overpowered and incredibly fun. It's, I didn't even shoot my gun. I literally shoot my gun to take out Hive Knights and bosses. You want to know what's else bad? blows up. I've settled on a build that is like Osteo's Strigger, uh, the Glaive, a rocket, like uh, my um, hothead, and Void 3.0 setup. I I can't remember the last time I ADSed. <laughs> like I'm genuinely, yeah, I'm genuinely not aiming down sights at all. And then I decided, oh, I'm going to go and play a bit of comp so I can get some light level out of that. Holy fuck, it was, it was culture shock. I was getting thrashed for like three games and then before I got back into the swing of it. Uh, Void 3.0 kids can make you fucking lazy and I think that's the scary part of it. Just blow everything up. I love it. I think it's great. And the other thing I, I did, um, and this is, look, you, you've done your big dumb thing, right? My big dumb thing that I did this week is heaps dumber than you on that sec on the last mission not being able to get through the thing, right? Okay. I did... The whole campaign on my warlock on easy mode to get yep. the exotic legs that give you devour. Yeah. You don't get them unless you do it on legendary. <laughs> oh, I, you get I, it. You only I get options both of them when you. I yeah. didn't realize <laughs> until I got to the end and went, what the heck? <laughs> I mean, I went and fucking got him out of a bloody master lost sector or whatever, and it, it ended up being okay. <laughs> But I was pretty shitty. I was talking to you yesterday afternoon, actually, like right after I'd figured out that I'd wasted most of a day. <laughs> I mean, I didn't waste a day. If if you haven't yet run through the um, campaign on another character and you've got highlight guns, give them to that character, run through the story, you'll be at fucking 15.30 easy. It's, it gives you so much fucking gear. It's insane. Um, yeah, so true. Okay. I, I fully leveled yeah. my Warlock and all of that, so I got a bit out of it, but I wanted those. It doesn't legs. matter, those contest modes, so it's too hard. Oh, on the no, I did it on easy. It was trivially fucking. Oh, you're talking about doing it on easy, yeah? Yeah, okay. yeah, just a just a blast through. Um, but the warlock, uh, with the devour legs, uh, just <laughs> it's fucking insane. You just it's even it's even more batshit than the the um than the titan. It's probably not as dramatic <laughs> in terms of all the pyrotechnics that comes along. They're with... exploding everything, yeah. Yeah, but it is so strong. It is nuts. I yeah, I, I need to do that. Who who is playing as a hunter and why at this point? I don't know. <laughs> Let's not go there. Yeah, it's look. Yeah, it's I'll hurt, we'll hurt hurt people's feelings. Um, all right, cool. What else have we? What what haven't we spoken about? Glaives. Glaives. Love it. 
Not look. I could take. I could take I'd, or leave ranged combat with the glaive. I don't really care. But getting up and just, <laughs> I got. I got exactly what I wanted out of stabbing the shit out of people with a glaive. No, I love the fire. It feels so cool to like shoot a bolt and then go run like as it, you're running in. A... It really is the things out of Stargate. Hey. Yeah, it's a Stargate. <laughs> it it is like. Stargate. It's, yeah, like yeah. the animations are close to it too. It's just like you're like. <laughs> I um, um no, you I, I I like the glaive. Uh I didn't really get to use it that much. Uh, I know it's got a really strong combination with hunters, uh with the artifact this season that basically every kill just go invisible with it. So that's cool. How, Even how I heard long? that. Fuck. Hunters. Invi- how long I knew something could come for? along and pull them out of the shit. So I'm pretty sure hunters have, I don't know if it's an aspect or it must be an aspect that you go invisible when you suppress targets. And then, so, and then the artifact of the glaive is suppress targets. Yep. So are those, we we can't get the class glaives yet, right? Are they they exotics that we can't get yet? The exotics are timed, I believe. You can start working on them by doing the evidence board, but I don't believe they're accessible yet. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've only used the initial one, and I think it's incredible. I, I've had a hell of a lot of fun with it. Um, I think the versatility of it to sort of like, especially in uh, in the master loss sector that I did to get the to get my devour pants, um, using it, unstoppable glaive and just, <laughs> bunk freezing and then yip yip yip, <laughs> get your stab on up close and not wasting yeah. ammo and doing a shitload of damage, um. Pretty cool. I like it. I think it'll get it's a lot of utility. It's pretty cool having a, like a, a sword, a sword-like weapon that when you run out of ammo, it sort of damage. You're still good. Yeah, you're yeah. still sweet. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm interested to see uh, GMs how how viable that is. I think it could be cool. I think it could not be cool. Um, I don't think it's going to be good for GMs, but yeah, it's probably a little bit too slow, if anything. And that and closing that ground is inherently dangerous and. You'll end up getting gazumped. You know, unless you're using certainly. it as a way to get reses and stuff with the shield. I don't know. I, I want more time with the glaive. Yeah. I mean, we're a fair Time's way off needed. GMs anyway. One thing that we will, I will say, I think once um, Light Blade, or what, is that the name of the strike? I don't know. That's what I've been calling yeah, it. Yeah, anyway. Light Blade. Yeah. Um, it's going to be brutal if they make it a fucking Oh, GM. both those strikes are going to be real tough as gems. Jesus. The bit in the canal on the boat where you can't fucking hide anywhere and if you put down a bubble, it just floats off behind you in the space of three seconds yeah, and it's true. useless. There's no walls. What, you're going to have to jump off and be running along the sides, keeping up with the boat? I feel like that would be particularly No, nah, literally the only reason they have invis is the hunters. Yeah. They'll be like, see, I told you. Yeah, but they'll put, they'll put fucking champions in there. They'll put fucking champions in there that you'll need to kill to get your... <laughs> to get top tier finish, so yeah, I can see that being brutally difficult. And then the next part as well, where you're slowed by the bloody the uh, what was it the the Crota throwback mechanic of yeah, that's things. cool. That was cool. I like that the running to the lanterns and all that. Um, and then obviously Alak Hul's fucking spooky ghost at the end. Um, the white version of him, uh, the light blade, very cool. I like the way that they're doing that sort of stuff. Like. The you know it's it's a nod in a way, but it's a great piece of content in and of itself. Um, yep. What haven't we talked about? There's definitely something. There's definitely exotics. Something. Uh, osteo. osteo, osteo is. Oh, <laughs> look, I Sass and I both got it at exactly the same time, and we were standing uh, down the back of the 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 relic in the little hockey puck fucking shooting range, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we both fired it and went. Ooh, I don't know about this because the you know the travel time of the projectiles, yeah, the submachine yeah. gun, historically been a, a hit scan weapon. I'm like, oh, I don't know, this is gonna feel like shit. And then I took it into anything PVE related. It is just fucking insane. You couple that with um, your um, Void 3.0 Titan stuff, you're basically withering people down to death by by shooting the one weakest member of the herd and then exploding them everywhere. It's it's incredible. I think that. Like it might need to be reined in at some point. I can already, I can already feel. feel I'm pretty like sure I'm taking that in to the raid. Well, I mean, just for ad control, for sheer ad control, it'll be. I mean, you can whittle down bosses with it. 
I mean, you go and do a public event now and like the bosses in yeah. that aren't particularly tanky, but you can finish one off using nothing but a primary. It's insane. It's because of the, the exotics got, prime exotics got buffed. True. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, yeah, I'd forgotten about that, but it does feel very strong. It does feel very, very Maybe strong. Maybe you're going to use that or uh, I might need to pull out Monte Carlo again. Hot Monte, yeah. Oh. Infinite shields. Shield throws. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I sort of forgot about that. Yeah, I know. It was my favorite gun for a long, long time because I used to use it in PVE just to get heaps of fucking ballistic slams up. Um, shit, that's probably worth a thought. Um, there you go. Yeah, now you're thinking about it, aren't you? Mm, no, now, I'm, uh, now we're going to have to end the podcast the... so I can go and test it. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to. And I also need to finish. I actually got all the catalyst materials ready for Austria, which is going to make it even better anyway. So. Yeah, I've, I'm um, yet to do that. I mean, I'm surprised by how expensive the the system, uh, the the relic system is, but I think that's probably a good thing in terms of its longevity. I mean, it, you know, we're, we're what fucking three days in, and it, everything seems a bit steep. But I'm sure as time goes on, um, it'll it'll be something that I we, think the biggest thing with weapon crafting is the RNG to have the weapon drop to extract the elements from it, because that's how you get your patterns. That's your biggest rng barrier to get through is to get so many of the same type weapons to drop with the red outline yep. yeah so then to and then start once, the once, you've, once you've jumped that hurdle you can basically make your because everything else gun. you can get from other stuff yeah yeah it's true uh, and i mean look i'm pretty hard to to change in terms of like the stuff that i will feel comfortable taking into content and whatever um i'm not you know like i i have the guns i like and i use nothing but them i think it's a good thing that like it sort of forces you to change them up to use them um even if you're just doing things and not particularly using the you know doing the heavy ones but uh, yeah here's the thing it's like you will be able to make it the perfect role for that weapon so and you can re keep reshaping it. So whether it's an issue or not, like, I don't think so. I'm okay with it. I think you look in three weeks' time. You're not meant to get it all on day one. Yeah, in three weeks' time, you're going to be able to just Google what the god roll for every gun is, and you'll be able to yeah. just build yourself one, and then that's that's it, done, one and done. Here's the PVE god roll. Here's the PVP god roll. No more keeping you know shit versions of the gun ever again because you've got it. You got your five of five or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, it'll be cool. It'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how potent these guns become. Because I mean, I think the glaives are pretty fucking insane. Like that initial glaive is very strong. But I'm interested to see where the um, the um, throne world weapons and that sort of sit in terms of competing with with our current meta, which in terms of PvP and stuff hasn't really fucking changed at all. It's still still shotties and hand cannons. Um, yeah. Well. What we might do is just open it up, open up the chat. If anyone wants to give, what was your favorite thing about Witch Queen? And we'll just riff on that because I think me and you are both like, we feel like we're at the bottom of the bag. The bag is still full, but we're drawing blanks. <laughs> what do you reckon? Yeah, we can do we can do highlight, low light. <laughs> this is, you've been pushing hard for this segment. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Like no, no, no. I know something's got inherent value when you start just doing it and forcing it down down everyone's throat right <laughs> all right so you gotta go low highlight light. Light, low light that's the deal and me and maddie will fucking sit here and sort of cast judgment on uh, you what would, what would yours be highlight low light highlight fuck uh highlight i don't know just look the the story the conveying of the story at a difficult level that it felt like i achieved something when i finished is that that's probably like shoehorning a few things together no that's okay that's but that okay. was what it, like i felt like i'd accomplished something and i guess that's that was my highlight was that it felt challenging enough and you know was interesting enough that it was it was a very cool experience uh low light fuck probably hard you think of that on. my highlight was the difficulty settings on the campaign yeah i think it is what we've been missing for bungie to curate an experience and i feel like by just putting contest mode on, putting select your campaign mission, uh, easy and legendary or whatever, the normal and legendary. It gave them the, the possibility to create and curate counters with music and all the stuff that we know they do really well. I think it just molded everything together. I just feel like 
that was the last puzzle piece for them to really nail a proper campaign. And I think they did. I've, low light? Mm. <laughs> I've thought about my low light and it is the What's most yours? nitpicky shit probably okay, what is ever. It? Or I'll probably piss people off with this. I'm not, there's two ghosts that I'm not particularly fond of. One of them's Finch because I, I just think Finch would be an annoying neckbeard if he was a person. But um, Imaru. I like Finch. I mean, you're allowed. Yeah, you're an idiot. I like both of them. I like Imaru. Why does Imaru sound like a fucking pack a day smoker? Like with a southern drawl. Like what's what's going? I thought like for sure, like Imaru, and I didn't even realize who it was that was talking. I'm like, this is some big fucking knight or some shit that I'm going to have to fight. And then I was talking to Sass, and Sass is like, no, it's Sabathun's ghost. Like, oh, and then like playing through it again. I, I understand that, but like. Can you imagine Savathun, like eloquent, <laughs> eloquent Savathun? Everything she says is sort of coached in riddle and all of this. And Amaru, the ghost, just going, yeah, mate, how you going? <laughs> Can you imagine them having a conversation? <laughs> like, yeah, because do they ghosts even get along? What about their guardians? Yeah, I mean, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. But I don't know, that's just super nitpicking, but it's the only thing about this entire fucking massive thing that I've found in any way jarring was just Imaru's voice. And it's not a shot at the voice actor or anything like that. I just it wasn't tonally what I was expecting. <laughs> that's it. Fair enough. My low light, I think, was when I got back into having to level Finch and doing like the grind to unlock daily to unlock daily campaigns which give you crafting materials which yeah. you need to get the catalyst that was because yeah. it, it just it fucking sucked all the fun in me like i was having so much fun you did say like, something yesterday though on stream what that all of that grindy shit used to be caught up in in the in fucking the story you didn't you know? have to do it, yeah. And and yeah. I feel like, you know, definitely this time it was like fucking boom, you go straight through. You know, you can go point, 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 point. You didn't point. have to There's stop no at all Go and pick up 70 Savathun's buttholes from yeah, yeah. fucking wherever or, you know, go and pick up the microfilm or fucking any. Go and get the milk from the shops down at bloody Quagmire. Go get two packs of Marlboro's lights. For Amaru. Winnie, Winnie, Winnie Blues. <laughs> To start this quest. Amaru's yeah. sleeping off a hangover going <laughs> game a pack of darts. <laughs> darts are, darts are cigarettes in Australia if you're from another part of the world and what wondering why yeah, yeah not the actual darts. So um, when 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 I had to go back and do that, I was like, uh But you know, that's that's what happened. but I mean, guess what? What do, what do you do after the campaign? Like, that's the game. So. Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit jarring to get thrown back into the grind, right? But that that is where we live. That is ultimately where we're going to spend the next fucking eleven point eight months, I suppose. When you when you spell it out, if if this time next year we get lightfall, um, right? Well, do you want to start spinning through chat and seeing what other people have thought was? The, I think the the legendary yeah. campaign seems to be pretty up there in in everyone's take on, on oh, the best yeah. part of it. Um, I mean, look, the other thing too is, I mean, we, we're going to have an episode before then, but um, you know, we're we're not done with this DLC yet. Like the the this the, the raid, big, the big ticket item of a DLC is normally the raid, right? It's the the big repeatable thing. I love the fact that we're already talking about the the replayability and master levels of of this campaign because it's just going to be something else fresh to do and fresh to do and be rewarded by. So I think it's great. Uh, right. Sticks, I think. Starts as sticks. Highlight the legendary campaign. Puppet test is the same thing. The emerge in the campaign. Emerging. Low life from sticks. Low stat exotics as rewards. Yeah, that was a bit... They're like 48s or whatever. They're like, they're in the 40s. They're like, dude, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you just did a legendary campaign. You could have put a little bit of stats on them. Yeah, I know, right? Like, pretty bin tier. Pretty. <laughs> oh, 100% bin tier. Yeah, you know, you're not going to get real far down the road in that. You get your fucking tier, tier 100 or whatever it is out of that. Yeah. Uh, um, so, this is a legendary campaign. Um, it feeling how it's supposed to canically be. Yeah, low light. 
The caps on weapon crafting mats. Actually, that's a good low light. Weapon yeah. crafting mats cap it, is a it bit. Feels, it feels classic. Bungie. Bungie, yeah. <laughs> like, like one of those things where everyone's like, but why? <laughs> yeah. Like, but I guess at the end of the day, if you look at it from prolonged engagement, they don't want people to just like stockpile shitloads of this stuff and then the second new weapons drop and get put into that system that they're there just fucking, oh, I'm going to print out all fucking eight god rolls of this new gun, no worries, or these new suite of guns. Um, yeah, I, I understand so. why blocks like that are in place, but they always feel like crap when you headbutt them. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no two ways about it. Sentry says, glaving a hive guardian followed by a finisher, followed by crushing their ghost all while gaming with the boy. It was pretty good. It was pretty, you know what Senshi's like. He's good for an off off tangent. Just, you know what Senshi did? And like this, this brought me immense joy. Uh, Senshi is the only person I've ever, ever seen just fully commit to uh, using Severance Enclosure. And using it in the campaign, what, what we found ourselves doing, Nick and I would cover him and we'd get things low to the point that they were finishable. And then Senshi would fucking dart in <laughs> around the flank. Here he goes. And he'd finish whatever he could. It didn't matter. But because he f- he'd finished them and then there's the explosion from Severance Enclosure, he'd yell pull <laughs> while he was finishing it. And then all of the high-level enemies would fly up in the air and we would be like, yeah, <laughs> from behind cover. <laughs> I've never played Destiny like that. And then, like, the other crazy thing is we were watching him and if we got something low enough while it was, you know, up in the air. He'd be up in the air doing the finisher again and do the same, like, chain reaction. It was fucking wild. It was... <laughs> Never seen that. I know. Neither have I. Like, we were laughing about it, going, like, how do you shoehorn Street Fighter into Destiny? And that's basically it. It was like watching Senshi do fucking Shoryuken juggling of knights, oh, especially along that bridge. We ended up... That was what we did. We basically hid, hid behind Senshi. So, look... Uh, nice. He's a free thinker, our Sench, but I tell you what, every now and then he comes out with an absolute perler and I, I can't wait to try his uh, Severance Enclosure build. It's just fucking wild. That, and then there was the one time that he did a finisher in the wrong fucking, um, the wrong spot. You know, when you're coming out of uh, Savathun's temple and you've got to jump on the pikes and escape? Yeah. We didn't get pikes because he finished someone and knocked them off a cliff. <laughs> so we just, we had to run it. <laughs> To run it. Yeah, so he just legged it like peasants. Boots on the ground. Yeah. Uh, Paleborn says, highlight. Didn't know how to shoot Riven in the mouth because I did Riven. <laughs> when I did Riven, I was cheesing with swords. Spin to win on the hands. Yeah. No, you can't. No hands this time. Yeah. <laughs> shoot him in the mouth. I love that noise. I Like, can we, I want to, you know how we know what the, the um, what's the name of the sword? Lament. We know that's like a, a breast pump. I want to know what yeah. the, you know, the... <laughs> Fucking noise! Yeah. The, the Hannibal Lecter. I guess it's a Hannibal Lecter from a dragon. Rats, rats eating food. Yeah, it's rats eating. Do you know that, or are you just making no, it up? Don't know. It making sounds it up. like when you eat, you know, bite into a meat pie and it's too hot, and you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Papa says low light. F that scorn boss. That yeah, he was a bit tough. Which one? The one in the, in the circle. I think you have to run around like the dark area. Shoot the little, um, like four little rooms off the circle, and um, oh yeah, it was, a, and there was the one that was the, it's a trap with all the, yeah, it was hard. Yeah, I actually uh, of of that the um the second scorn boss, the one that that had the laser, um, that was oh, yeah, the sniper. just before Riven, uh, was or it's, yeah. not, it's, it's not Riven, is it? Is it just a projection of an arm car? It's or an illusion, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were getting skinned by that for a little while. When we beat that boss, we were very, um, well, we weren't very friendly in the way we were, we were talking about them after they they died. So anyway. Yeah. Um, synthesize, the Queen Campaign League just announced they's also doing Lifefall. That's true? Is it, um, how was it, Andrew? Someone, Andrew. Oops. Ops? Oops? Oops? Yep. I don't know. Yep. Anyway, but yeah. Look, couldn't be happy with that. That's probably the best news yeah. of the week, really, when you think about it. If we get yep. if Lightfall is even remotely close to this, fucking sign me up. Um, I mean, the I'm bar has been anyway. set. Well, that's it. I uh, mean, that's that's really the the thing that came out of this release, right? Like, it's Forsaken set a high watermark, you know, and it was 
one of those things that we we kind of convinced ourselves as a community that maybe we'd never get back there again. And I think we've just fucking demolished it, if I'm honest, at least in terms of storytelling. Huh? Maybe not in, ter- in terms of scope um, because, you know, there was two whole patrol destinations and whatnot came out of Forsaken. But I think in terms of a standalone story piece of content, this is by far and away the best Destiny has ever been. And if this is the standard yep. going forward, fucking sign me up. Yep. Um, highlight my Blink only legendary playthrough. This is from Reflex Point. Blink only Low- legendary playthrough. Apparently, <laughs> man. Low light, not enough craft weapons. I, I said, I said, the, I, I agree with that point. Nah, it's not. It does feel a little bit restricted. I've had a. It I, looks like, a little I bit. Haven't, I haven't gone into making them a little bit. Yeah. I haven't gone into making them, but I've had a look through the list and seen what was there. I would love to down the line see instead of weapons being returned to the world pool, like guns from that we've we've had in the past, I'd love to see them returned by way of the relic and you being able to manufacture them instead. Maybe that's a cool way to expand that system a little bit. Having said that, every gun will rapidly distill itself to a meta with the ability to craft them. So maybe the less stuff in that for the time being, the better. Uh other than the fact that I, I saw this just in our chat before we went live, uh, Zer is selling the Vorpal DMT. Oh, yeah, I didn't go get that. Oh, I didn't go get that. <laughs> where is go, it, ADZ? Yeah, I, I don't know where he is. Uh, I just I, th- I thought of you. I thought Maddie's going to be happy <laughs> because he happy. deleted it. Happy, take it into PvP, ruin someone in their supers day. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'll tell you what, it'll probably be pretty good for um, slapping the crap out of your old uh, the hive loosened loose, hive. Yeah. We haven't really spoken about them either, have we? I mean, I, I don't know whether they deserve their own they're moment. Good. They, they're, they're featured great. pretty pretty heavily in the intro, the new intro, but um, very satisfying to kill them, uh, especially on a hard difficulty level because they'll one-hit you. They're fucking rude, like oh, really yeah. rude. <laughs> yeah. Really rude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fleur. Highlight, ghost being emotional and going off at Sabathun, last mission. Also, Finch, low light, getting F by losing Hive. That was tough. There you go. Yep. Yep, get reamed by um, Hive. They are. Yeah, they are I, I had trouble when you got all three of them. I think that was just before Sabathun. That took a little bit of time to work out. And I did forget to crush their ghost like a couple of times because I got so excited I took one out. I forgot to finish it off. I was playing last night. Uh, I was streaming to... My iPad, my iPad playing on controller and I couldn't remember, remember what the fucking finisher button is on the sticks. Like, obviously, it's pushing in the stick, but I was, like, repeatedly killing this, this fucking the, the wizard one and then, like, fuck, what's the... Like, pushing all the what's buttons the button? trying to get it to crush. Like, yeah, look, they're a pain in the ass. Uh, there's a good low light. Elden Ring came out. Well... I mean, I know Adrian's is off in Elden Ring. I imagine Sassy will probably be there pretty soon too. Um, I'm excited for that, but I'm not excited for it like immediately. Now, yeah, I, same. I, I want to play it like. I mean, I don't know. I played like Sekiro and stuff off stream. Like you know, like it's a game for me rather than like I can't imagine how annoying playing a game that's that difficult would be in front of lots of people. That would fucking shit me off. I'm bad enough in GMs with people going, oh, this is suboptimal. And I'm <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's why I've got really good friends. <laughs> uh, all right. Low light. Tiny boss arenas? I didn't, I didn't particularly notice that. I didn't particularly notice uh, that. Another low light. Payoff of Sabathun's previous schemes or like lack of. I sort of, I sort of see where Sir Wolf's coming from, like, Sabathun song or just sort of like unfinished narrative schemes. Uh, um, I mean, she may well have just had irons in the fire that she never got the chance to pull out. Yeah, it's possible, but I don't know. I was, nice I was, I was happy with it together. as a story. I feel like I was, I was. Yeah. When, whenever you get a character that's been as significant as Sabathun in um, like actually in game and physically represented, like Oryx was. You know, we had a bit of build up to Oryx turning up, but this has been fucking like the better part of a decade before we get to see Sabathun. I don't feel like in any way the fight or anything like that didn't serve the character to the extent like in terms of like that that was her big moment and I was happy with it. 
<laughs> got Jugs' team most. approval. <laughs> yeah, yeah got just, most of them. Yep. I think we've got most uh, of yeah, them. Someone's, uh, Mr. Lilies is forgetting to crush a ghost uh, yeah. facing Hunter Hive Guardians. Yeah, that's a low light. Well, it's good, though. It's cool. It's cool remembering. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's bad than having to deal with the consequence of forgetting, but, you know, it's pretty funny. Yep. <laughs> low light. I can't replace my own ghost with Finch. I can't. What, and what's fear of hell? Would that be a, <laughs> something you'd want to do? <laughs> I don't know. What, like, what? Nah, let's not get into character assassinating Finch just yet. He may turn out to be just what the doctor ordered. You know. PTD says highlight no champions. Oh, yeah, no champions or match game in the Legendary Campaign. Yeah. I actually agree with that. Do you think we're they gonna are see in the Master? repeat? They, they, they already are. They're already in. Um, the weekly ones have champs in them. Cool. Well, not really cool. Uh, I don't really like the champ mechanics because they're so dodgy half the time, but... It shows you you don't need them. I would hate to think how tanky everything would be in a master campaign without champions. It'd be like seven galley rockets to kill a fucking acolyte. <laughs> like, that'd be where we'd be at. <laughs> Combined fire on an acolyte. Um... I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm not convinced on... I mean, obviously, it's a little bit too late to be, like, not convinced on fucking champions, but I'm not... I don't know. I think that it felt much more organic playing through the way that we did without them. Uh, and PTD also says, uh, low light bungee being bungee in regards to RNG and material limits. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's a reasonable one. All right. Um, okay, look, I'm just going to quickly scroll through the twob. Just super quick. Um, there's not too much that we need to touch on uh, beyond no. the um, don't even do it. The game to give. Uh, we want to pay kind of special mention to that because the first 48 hours, I believe we're still in the first 48 hours now. It's going to support uh, Ukraine and everything that's absolutely fucked going on over there. Um, so if you can... Um, if you're a streamer and you can jump in and, and stream in support of it, if you uh, if you aren't and you you know just want to contribute, please do. There's some super cool stuff um, that you'll get out of it, but obviously just you know putting putting your money where your mouth is and and helping people who are in a genuinely fucked situation, not of their own volition, um, absolutely worth doing. Um, I'm not going to read through all the stuff, but just go to go to the top, read it, and jump in. Um, so we know nothing about the raid at this point. I expected that we'd get um, sort of like a target light level um, for where we need to be to be going into the raid. But Got it I've, now. Do we? Did they tweet it? They tweeted it. Right. What is it? 15.30? 15.30. Right. And that was, that was the guess. Um, I think most people will be there pretty comfortably. Um, I think, I think can... what's confusing is like I've asked this question multiple times. I even saw it on Twitter doesn't include your artifact. Everyone's like, no, it does, it does, it does, it does. Then I'll be like, well, didn't in Deepstone Crypt or was it Vogue or something like that? One, one of the raids didn't include artifacts. So I don't know. Yeah, that needs to be clarified. I think everyone would shoot it in if it included artifact level. I think it would be, I mean, I'm well past that in terms of like with, with artifact level. Anyone who did any kind of prep would be well past it. Um, all right. Okay, I think we're done. Do we? Do you want to get out of here? You need to go and sleep for about three years, I think. Look at you. <laughs> um, I could definitely do with some slipper. Some slip. <laughs> some slipper. Righto, righto, righto. Okay. Uh, yeah, my brain's dead. No, nah, yeah, look, I know, and it, I'm a little bit the same, and we will probably actually sleep this week and be better next week. <laughs> so, but I'm not going to uh, sleep now. I'm going to go play Destiny. You want to yeah. play some Destiny? Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm wrapping this up, Matt. Like, <laughs> there'll be people angry. Why did you only do an hour podcast? Because we want to play the fucking game. <laughs> Guess what? We do one every week. Deal with it. <laughs> no, we love you. All right. See you next week. Matty, any closing Bye. comments? Bye. That's it. That's all you get. No. Read the law. Can someone please read the law so I don't have to fucking do it anymore? Thanks. <laughs> Mylan Games build crafting. That's it. <laughs> Bye.